This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Meal Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Meal Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mealtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Amid the novel coronavirus scare and my kids being out of school, we've been sticking pretty close to home the past couple of days. And one of the things that I always like to do when I have a free afternoon at the house is simmer some homemade stock, which takes several hours on the stovetop, but it's hands-off time. It's time that I can do other things, sort of content in the knowledge that I've got this mealtime jump starter that will be ready in a few hours. I have to do very little with it, and I can use it in all sorts of dishes for the week or stashed away in my freezer. I'm not making huge batches of stock to hoard them. I haven't reached that point yet. But it is really handy to have on hand, particularly when you want to minimize your trips to the grocery store, which I wrote about in my last food section column intentionally, or you are feeling sort of the anxiety about going out and trying to rely on what you have on hand. Stock can be one of those mealtime solutions, as I call them. One way to make even packaged stock much more supportive for your immune system is by adding some really, really potent spices taken from world cuisine. Ginger is a favorite of mine. It's one I love to add to chicken soup, along with a little bit of lemon. And over the years, I've also added just a little bit of ground turmeric to all kinds of soups I make, vegetable soups, because that slight bitterness is a nice counterpoint to sweet vegetables. If you have a lot of carrot and parsnip and sort of sweet flavors in particular, I like just that little bit of bitterness from the turmeric to offset it. And you don't even really notice turmeric is there. It adds a really lovely golden color. So it's something that can be added really to kind of any genre of cuisine. It doesn't have to stay in kind of like that Indian, Southeast Asian spice palette. At least that's how I use it. And the most recent post to my blog is for an immunity turmeric soup. And again, this doesn't have an overt flavor suggested of any cuisine. It's a vegetable soup with really, really nourishing spices, turmeric and ginger primarily. This recipe was posted to my blog on March 17th under the headline, Turmeric Spiked Soup Supports Immune Health. And the recipe is from a registered dietitian, Rachel Beller, who recently published the book, Power Spicing. This was republished by the Tribune News Service recently, thought it was certainly fitting for these times when everyone should keep calm and simmer some soup. So I want to give the recipe for immunity turmeric soup in this podcast as well as a bonus recipe for golden milk, which has become popular as a latte in coffee shops. So if you're not going out and getting your usual coffee shop fix, although of course drive throughs and takeout are still open, this is one that you can mix up 
with a concentrate, keep it on hand and make sort of your golden milk anytime that urge for a little pick-me-up strikes. And again, it's primary ingredient being turmeric. Very, very supportive to the immune system. This recipe is courtesy of Dr. Prachi Garodia, who practices locally at the Southern Oregon Veterans Rehabilitation Resource Center. And it was published in Rosebud's Oregon Healthy Living magazine in September of last year. So I'll give those two recipes, starting with immunity turmeric soup, posted recently to my blog. It calls for one tablespoon extra virgin olive oil, one medium onion that's been peeled and chopped, which will yield about two cups, three garlic cloves that have been peeled and minced, one medium carrot that's been sliced in a quarter inch rounds, that'll measure about a cup, two celery stalks chopped, one tablespoon ground turmeric, a half teaspoon ground ginger, a quarter teaspoon freshly ground black pepper, a quarter teaspoon cayenne, eight cups low sodium vegetable broth. Again, you could substitute a homemade stock, you could substitute chicken broth for this, even prepackaged would be fine. One medium cauliflower head cored and cut into florets, about four cups. Two medium zucchini diced, three to four cups. Four cups chopped kale or Swiss chard, that's about nine to ten ounces. And two cups cooked cannellini beans that have been rinsed and drained. Many of these ingredients are what I would consider pantry and refrigerator staples. But this recipe also is really adaptable to whatever you have on hand, which I mentioned in my blog. You can use frozen vegetables in this and just add them in the last couple of minutes of cooking because frozen vegetables basically are already cooked just according to the modern method for freezing and so they really don't even need to be thawed out you can just add them directly to the soup you probably will need to bring it back up to a simmer to achieve the proper serving temperature and just you know make sure they are completely thawed but this would be a great recipe to use frozen broccoli, frozen cauliflower. I bought both of those things recently just in case, just so I would have some frozen vegetables on hand, which I typically don't make a point of keeping apart from frozen peas. You could use mixed vegetables in this, carrot, zucchini, cauliflower, things that often come as a blend, green beans. And of course, any kind of greens would be just fine. You don't have to use Swiss chard or kale. I also purchased frozen spinach, which I really like in pasta dishes and lasagna. That could easily be adapted to this recipe. And of course, it calls for cooked cannellini beans, but any kind of canned bean you have on hand would be just fine as well. Of course, the nutritional profile and the immune sort of boosting potential of beans varies, but really any bean could be used in this application for immunity turmeric soup. In a large saucepan over medium, heat the tablespoon extra virgin olive oil. When the oil's shimmering, add that peeled and chopped medium onion and cook for three to four minutes until softened. Add the three peeled and minced garlic cloves and cook for a minute more. Add the two celery stalks that have been chopped and the medium carrot that's been sliced in a quarter inch rounds and cook for three minutes, allowing them to cook yet remain tender. Add the turmeric, one tablespoon ground turmeric, the ginger, a half teaspoon ground ginger, the quarter teaspoon freshly ground black pepper, 
and the quarter teaspoon cayenne and stir until the vegetables are fully coated with the spices. Increase the heat to medium high and add the eight cups broth or stock, whatever you happen to be using, and bring the mixture to a boil. Once the mixture is boiling, reduce the heat to low and add the medium cauliflower head that's been cored and cut into florets that'll measure about four cups and the two medium zucchini that have been diced that measures three to four cups. Cover the saucepan and simmer for 15 to 20 minutes until the cauliflower is very tender. Stir in the four cups chopped kale or Swiss chard. I find it's easiest to take out the central rib and just chop up the tender parts of the leaves and the two cups cooked cannellini beans that have been rinsed and drained. Cook for one to two minutes more until the greens are slightly wilted and serve the soup hot. It makes 12 cups and that's from Power Spicing, a book recently published by registered dietitian Rachel Beller and that was recently posted to my blog on March 17th under the headline, Turmeric Spiked Soup Supports Immune Health. I also want to share the recipe for golden milk, which is really, really delicious and can be adapted to any kind of dairy or dairy alternative that you might enjoy or happen to have on hand. First, you make a paste from the turmeric. And this sounds like a lot, but you're making basically the base to then use in each serving of golden milk. So it calls for a half cup ground turmeric and a half teaspoon ground pepper. You combine those in a small saucepan with a cup of filtered water and whisk it well to incorporate into the water and remove any lumps. Turn the heat to medium high and stir continuously until the mixture is a thick paste, which takes a couple of minutes. Let it cool, then transfer it to a small wide mouth jar and store in the refrigerator. So to make a serving of golden milk, you're going to need a quarter teaspoon or more of the turmeric paste. It's kind of to your taste. That is combined in a saucepan with a cup of almond milk, hemp or coconut milk also is really delicious. And if you have dairy milk and drink dairy milk, that is often used very traditionally in India as well. Also to that, add a half teaspoon coconut oil or ghee. And ghee, of course, is the Indian clarified butter. That's become widely available in a lot of grocery stores, natural food sections, and Trader Joe's has its own brand that's packaged in a glass jar. Turn the heat on the saucepan to medium and while heating, stir this mixture of the turmeric paste, the milk, and the coconut oil or ghee continuously. Do not allow it to boil. Remove the mixture from the heat and stir in your sweetener of choice. That may be honey, stevia, monk fruit powder, lohan fruit powder has become very popular as natural sweetener alternatives. Certainly if you enjoy sugar and have demimera 
or turbinado sugar is really nice in this as well. Transfer that to a mug or bowl and sprinkle with any ground spices if desired. And those could be cinnamon, cardamom, or ground ginger sprinkled just on top. I think some nutmeg would be really delicious as well. And that recipe is courtesy of Dr. Prachi Garodia, and it was published in the September 2019 issue of Oregon Healthy Living Magazine. And those issues can be found on the Mail Tribune website under mailtribune.com forward slash magazines forward slash Oregon hyphen healthy hyphen living. You can also choose from the drop down menu on the left hand side of the page and go down to more the heading that says more and click on special sections and find those issues there that recipe ran with a story about ayurveda the traditional indian medicine philosophy dietary philosophy that has lots of other ideas for how to support your immune system and overall health with spices, fresh fruits and vegetables according to the season. So go back and find that one from the September 2019 Oregon Healthy Living magazine and find more soup recipes posted this month on my blog, The Whole Dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.